1: That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: Gary gets here, Walks across the dead ball line. Now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes. Changes direction. This is Rugby League, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Terry Evans. It's still on for Manly. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom try, I'm
3: my Hello and welcome to the SC Playbook podcast, proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW ahead of NRL round 27. Carnage would not do justice to the teams that have just come out on Team List Tuesday for the final round of the season where a new overall champion will be crowned and holy moly is it up for grabs. Uh, it is absolute bedlam. I'm your host Tim Williams to get through the final week of... Of the season, my first guest, 2021's 91st place finna, finisher, back in his glory days. The Supercoach Spy, who I've noticed a bit of chip, bit of kick in his step, which we'll get to later, Spy, but how are you? No, it's
4: definitely not carnage, it's a bloodbath. It's a this weekend. bloodbath, alright. Bedlam, mate, just type into Google names, it's, it'll be appropriate. Um, there's a chip in... There's a spring in my step, sorry. Cause That's
3: what I was going for, spring. We got there. Yeah, I
4: don't, I've been Googling too many too many words in the lead-up. Um, I've got 18 players.
3: <laughs> That's You're a joke.
4: I haven't been able to brag much this year, but I've got 18 players.
3: For anyone whose <laughs> heart has just stopped listening to that because you've got eight, nine players, the Spy is a massive exception this week. So I already know people out there with single-digit amount of players this week. So very early assumption is that I reckon around 11 or 12 is going to be the average amount of players, but spy, holy moly, you are set up well.
4: Yeah, so hopefully a good finish. Uh, obviously, we speak about it a lot, just trying to set up for the, for the run and the last round, but we didn't expect this. this that is should
3: like get you into the top 50K.
4: <laughs> 70 to
3: 50.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I worked my way back from 13K to 8K. So it's been, the boys have been gutsy. Well, I'm actually a little bit say. nervous
3: with your numbers this week. There's, there's a late play
4: from the spot. I'm pretty close, yeah. You. Uh, you can tell... I thought I had you last week, actually, until Sunday, Arvo. But, um, yeah, we'll see where we can end up.
3: Yeah, we've got a know. strict no Joey Manu mentioning on this podcast. And I know a bloke that's going to enforce that with me. Quantum CEO, Bulldogs director, former top 30-odd finisher, I'm going to say, 2019,
2: Adam Drusi. Ads, how are you, mate? Good to have you back. Good, mate. Uh, that feels like a long time ago at the moment, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, unfortunately I don't have 18 players this week, I think I've got 14 including a couple of blokes I was not expecting to get a run So there's going to be some very weird Supercoach team oh. players running around this week I just had a look at a couple of the teams in the top 10 and there's some, there's some squads running around where I think blokes are getting a run that they were not expecting So uh, yeah, it makes for an interesting week, looking forward to doing the numbers later this week to exactly mm. quantify the damage
3: yeah, we will have the the data coming later week on the SC Public website. Just to let you know exactly how short teams are running. Let's get to the big news of the podcast. First, up front, though, spy Jack Howarth is in for the Melbourne Storm. Thank Christ. Jack yeah, Howarth, the myth. I didn't know it was real. But he's been that, <laughs> no, that's a
4: lie. I watched him play. He'd never
3: been cited in public, yeah. Jack. He was just this super coach myth.
4: I watched him play New South Wales' 19s last year. He's awesome. <laughs> so... Be good to see how he goes. Like, as much as there's a lot of guys missing this weekend, a couple of bikes I'm looking forward to seeing how they go uh, up in the big leagues.
3: Now, the Kuma Stallions last week. 1,157 points. Things were all going pretty well. And uh, I brought in Scott Drinkwater for Latrell. I brought in Daly Cherry Evans for Nico Hines. Uh, The weekend really, and you could say season... I won't say season because it had unfolded before Saturday afternoon. However, Saturday afternoon, all set to loop, Scott Drinkwater, and I, I was quite busy Friday night. So I spoke to the spy, my, my go-to man, to, to run things off, run ideas off, and the spy had told me that Brendan Cura had been elevated into the starting side with Pat Carrigan being out. So I've gone, sweet, Pia Koura was my A.E. concern. I had 18 players. I went, I'm all good. Five minutes before kick-off, Nick Moon, I was with, having a beer, week of the Monday, the weekly wrap. Tells me, no, no, it was... Who was it? Pffing.
4: I'm confused now. It must have been... Palacea. <laughs> it was
3: Palacea, not Pia. So I've gone, shit, I'm going to get Pia Koura, who's going to play 20 minutes against the, the Raiders. So I went, no, no, I won't. And I, you I know, wasn't too disappointed about it. I thought I was very... I was pretty high on Joey Manu. I thought he was going to tear the Tigers apart. And Ad's just like yourself, mate. When Joey Manu went off 20 minutes into that game, only to see Joseph Suali'i storm home. yeah, God, It was just like mm. a, the only silver line I took from was that, you know, I wasn't in the top 100. <clears throat> I wasn't going to win the thing anyway, but, oh, that was tough.
2: Mate, I had, um, yeah, that is tough. I mean, I think, did you have, you didn't have Cleary VC though, did you? I had drinky for his,
3: like, oh, 125 so he, yeah, he or something. So,
2: so I, I had it the, all locked into Lou. So we could have done it, yeah. Well, I, I had I had Dallin as captain and then changed him because I saw you had you guys all had Manu in your side. I thought, okay, yeah, I didn't mm. think about Manu. So I switched to Manu. Then I was furious. But then Dallin was worse even, wasn't he? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think he week, almost man. got just less just not, to, not
4: to rub salt into Manu, but it's the first time I'd seen him really, really look good from an athletic sense on Saturday night. He was striding yeah. out; he looked quick. I didn't even get to the point of meshing you boys and being like Manu looks on because he was gone by then. It was, yeah. um, it was gut wrenching. Thanks, man. It may not have been salt, but it was something similar. Yeah. Something yeah. similar. I don't <laughs> know if you. I don't think it got mentioned that Timo actually called me at the same time and said. What do you think we'll do? We're having a chat. And he's like, I've got some fullback options. Scotty does look good, You did say, but you were keen to potentially trade. Was it Nico Hines last week?
3: Well, I had to because I had to dodge the Piakura. Yep,
4: uh, 15 or whatever we got against yeah, there. And we were chatting, you're like Hughes or something I'm like, mate, honestly, I'd go DCE. And you, we and I was always
3: keen on DC let's be He sure. was
4: about third on your list when we spoke So suddenly he's number one So I might have kept you in front of me with that little shout
2: Jeez, He's crowing in your face, yeah. he's coming 10,000 Yeah, putting words he's in my crowing. mouth while we're
4: at it yeah. Anyway
3: <laughs> uh, that being said guys super coach you win time you lose some the luck will turn around i'm still waiting for it to turn around but uh you don't get them all i do feel for the poor buggers who were in the race for the the overall glory or all, all those people in head-to-head grand finals who had manu uh they're the ones that it really stung so it doesn't matter big drop though drop to 6400 overall uh guys the unlimited group a thousand dollars up for grabs if you win the sc playbook unlimited group here come the bears glenn into fourth place overall 86 points off top spot, so I'm not sure how he's set up this week, but right in the hunt for overall glory there. The leader overall is the Wolfpack, led by Sam. He is the man to run down. Also, the SC Playbook um, uh, League, the, the treble is not happening this season, unfortunately. The leading leagues, SSX, they're a tick under a 1,200-point average for the season. They're just ahead of SS Playbook's daddies who I am riding home. They've gone against us this season and they've turned it on. So good luck to those boys. Secret Society, they're leading the 20-man leagues with an 1,195-point average. Now, on today's show, we're going to go through the key takes from Team List Tuesday. That'll take up the first three and a half hours of the episode. We're then also going to look at... I just got a few stats around the top 20-ranked teams, uh, the trades they've got left, money in the bank, all sorts of things, how many numbers they've got. Most so we'll have a quick chat about that we're going to have a look at a few potential rule changes that we'd like look to make a move on next season the spies fired up about that uh instead of going through players individually in the best buyers we're going to name our top three highest scoring players for the round each Paddy and george from mortgage choice scw stop in for a quick chat they refer to themselves as basically the tohu harris of podcasting so mate great great listen there are they, rec- gonna,
4: are they going to turn up then
3: they yeah well they they're here they've been it's been recorded so unlike who they're turning up this week bit of a captaincy deep dive and a few fun listener questions to wrap things up uh, this week next week myself Spy Clementine Casti will be back for a season wrap up what went right for us what went wrong what we've learned this season uh, and one of my favorite things of the year the SuperCoach twenty twenty three award season so we'll drop those now fellas let's get stuck into the team list. Basically, just going to rattle them off game by game for the Broncos, the key outs, Katoni Staggs, Payne Haas, Reese Walsh, Farnworth, Man Walters. There's a ton of them. Great news uh, for myself and Brendan Piacura, owners with Cape Will out. Piacura does start. A, a big win for this week over at the Melbourne Storm. Munster out. Welch, Grant Hughes, Asop Solomon, Meeny. Unbelievable there. Ellie Katoa, on your boy's spy, he has been named to play. Jack Howarth has been named on the bench. We mentioned that earlier. Ryan Pappenhausen is at fullback. A bloke will chat a little bit more on later. Seagulls versus the Tigers at the Seagulls. Uh, probably nothing. Uh, no Reuben Garrick still. spy. he's out for the remainder of the season. A big one adds Johnny Bateman at the Tigers is out. Owned by 40% of the top 1% of supercoaches. One that we probably didn't anticipate coming.
2: Yeah, no, I think <coughs> over 50% of the top teams have got him, so that's a big blow to uh, to that 50%. Those that don't have him, he'd be stoked. I saw uh, young Josh Felody's making his debut. I know his dad, Richard, so congratulations to Josh. He's a pretty good young player, that kid. So
4: Speaking of Origin 19s, this year in 19s, he looked unbelievable, that guy. Yeah, he's so a tough it's kid. Exciting.
2: Yeah, his dad's a CEO of an insurance company, an on, so he's a, he's a good man.
3: Over, uh, Stefano Udicamano, also out for anyone who does own him at the... Uh, Absolute blockbuster game this one. Rabbitohs Roosters likely for a top eight position finals football. Tyrone Munro is out. Isaac Thompson is in on the wing with Tane Milne dropping out. So a blow. 70 to 80% uh, ownership amongst top-ranked teams. Tyrone Munro. So hurts a lot of us. But in that being said, he hadn't played for over a month anyway. so, So probably not a major one there. At the Roosters, James Tedesco returns at fullback. He'll have to pass concussion protocols, but should be good to go there. Spy the man we just mentioned. Uh, we did have a ban on him, but Joey Manu has been named at centre. Uh, apologies if the throat go- voice goes. I should say I've been. It's a bit of a flu pot of my own. Spy, you had one earlier in the year. Yeah, uh, Joey Manu. It was a very minor hamstring strain, which almost makes it worse. I'm kind of like Joey. Just do it properly if you're going to kill me like that. Uh, <laughs> but they are giving him every chance to play this week.
4: It's a big call, isn't it? It's got to be every chance he plays about seven minutes. But I mean, we'll if it's Joey it. Manu, yeah. Joey Barney, must win game. If they've got the cover for him, then I can understand why well, you yeah, trot him out and see what he can do.
3: Enriel Fizio uh, had a really good on his podcast during the week, and he was saying how er, if it's earlier in the season, like they wouldn't have a need to bring him back because there's risk of missing more games. But if the Roosters loses, the season done anyway. So they're like you can come back from it and play. Just the. Risk of aggravation is very high. So they're like, you know what, roll the dice. So hopefully, Joey Manu plays. And look, if he plays seven minutes, he could be on 100, Joey Manu with what that bloke's capable of on his day. Uh, Dolphins and Warriors. At the Dolphins, Spy. I mean, he was always going to be. But Lemuelu is playing. Nothing too much else of note there. At the Warriors, though, the big one. Some of the restings we saw coming this week at the Warriors, though. I saw Dalen with Tenny's and Lesniak as the first person my eyes went to in this side as an owner, and I went out, shit, to follow Adam Fenual, Blake, Charles Nichol Cookstad, Luke Metcalf, Sean Johnson, Torhu Harris, Wade Egan. Holy <laughs> moly, that was the big one for the week, spy. Oh, it's <clears> that day three o'clock.
4: I was all set up, the beer's already cold in the fridge. I was ready to go, settle in for SJ. It's a bit looking a bit different now, isn't it? <laughs> I'll still have a beer and watch the footy. It's just a different different sort of
2: verdict on things. It's almost yeah. too soon to talk about it. I've got three of those, blokes. It's just too soon to
3: I was to process. I was two, to, to, to I was two in Torhu and Darlin and I feel like I've gotten out of it well.
2: Yeah, well, because I've got Chance, and Chance <laughs> has been so good all year. So for those of you who own Chance, he's been so good, and then the first week of the semifinals, he got a 15 or something, which knocked out a whole bunch of teams who had him, and now he's...
3: Yeah, I haven't She'll been a chance wrong. owner, but he, he feels like Brian Toto to me, who for the most part has been great when he's been out there, but he's been rested in three really key weeks this year. against yeah. real soft opposition. I'm kind of like, has he been good or not?
2: And a couple of HIAs. As
3: long as he takes the field this week, uh, then he's been good. The Panthers have named near enough full strength to what they can in this game. Isaac Tungo's on the extended bench. Spy, the if the Broncos knock off the storm, they've got the minor premiership. Could we see some Panthers resting if that's the case, do you think?
4: Definitely could, whether we wheel's up to Ivan. I know they've obviously been under par recent weeks, so you might want to <coughs> sort of build some momentum into finals. But, I mean, if you're playing for nothing, it's probably those guys in the pack like you've got Fisher-Harris, Isaiah Yo, those sort of fellas that they're the ones that could get a spell and a freshen up before finals. Clearly seems to <laughs> – clearly never seems to rest. Unless he absolutely has to, so I feel like he might play. And given he's playing with Cogger, they're going to need to form a partnership, aren't mm. they, before finals, so I expect Cleary yeah. in. Um, which is a, a reason I thought Sean Johnson might play. He's got Tamari Martin back. Uh, I guess they'd probably played together a little bit before, but it's just that risk of, do you play someone risk injury, or do you forge that combination heading into next well, week? So
3: I thought similar with the Melbourne Storm around Grant and Munster, in particular, resting with Pappenhausen back for his first game starting for the year, that they might want to just get these combinations going. At the same time, they've probably just gone, you know what, we've played enough football together, we know each other's footy, we don't need it. They're good, yeah.
2: And mate, so many blokes will be carrying little niggles. Yeah. And so I reckon if you can... There'll be blokes in that team that have got niggles, that I just think if they can give them a week off, they'll give them a week off if they if they need to. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens after that first game, but... Wouldn't be surprised if a few of them get rested?
3: I will say, Ads, and we'll talk about the the Supercoach relevant rule changes that we we may be owing off a little bit next season. Just a few ideas to throw out there to Supercoach headquarters. But I do think the AFL system of end of the season, end of the regular season, I should say they have a week off, then it goes into finals. Because no one wants to rest two weeks in a row. So they play them all, they have the week off, they freshen up. Full strength to end the regular season, full strength week one finals. It just mm. makes sense, doesn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Either that'll give people seven <laughs> trades in the last round. From a Supercoach <laughs> standpoint, seven just bonus give trades. trades,
3: yeah, seven bonus, a trades.
4: wild card last <laughs> round in Supercoach yeah. where you pick your best seven from the guys named.
3: Uh, over at the Dragons and Knights, not much going on at the Dragons. Over at the Knights, though, Dane Gagai has been rested. Cop that, Guru. Kalen Ponga <laughs> is out as well. Expected to be good for week one of finals. Phoenix Crossland is out. For anyone still owning Phoenix Crossland. Greg Marju is the one here that is one of the about 10% that don't own him. I was hoping to see off the team sheet. I did note that young David Armstrong uh, has been playing some good footy in New South Wales Cup, according to the stats anyway. Can play wing or fullback. So maybe late inclusion for there. However, Greg Marju's spy, uh, as it stands, playing for the Knights and owners very happy about that one. Huge result. But, yeah, (coughs) Knights... They get a home final regardless.
4: Wouldn't shock me to mm. see someone like that pulled out the twenty four hour cut or an hour before. Whether it's Marju or others, I'm not sure, but Please be Marju. Tell you what, knights no, find the Nights. talk about niggles and stuff, ads, like <coughs> there's no real benefit in playing this game
2: yeah, in my I know. eyes. Yeah, you wouldn't be risking too much, would you? Especially with Ponga out. like you just mm. Mm.
3: Jack DeBellin does return from suspension for the Dragons. Titans and Bulldogs at the Titans. Nothing too much of note there, I believe, over at the Doggies. Tavita Tavita's played his last game. Tavita's played his last game. And more importantly, Franklin Pele's played his last game. Oh, uh, he's oh
2: yeah, he has a tree. Yeah, New South Wales Cup's out. The yeah, stage
3: right. was set for Franklin Pele, who was in all our teams from round one, to come in, bag a bit of meat. Crank out a 40 or 50 when we need him And just make amends for the season that was Franklin Pelé and
2: Supercoach yeah, it wasn't to be, wasn't it? He's off to England too, so good luck to Franklin <laughs> But uh, I'll be up there on the Gold Coast, big game Adzi is, it is a big game um, <laughs> <laughs> Is Blake Wilson captaining your boys as well as my Supercoach <laughs> side? Or, or just my Supercoach I side? I thought he was their best player last week He got 120 or something yeah. good for Spice yeah. Supercoach team He played great last week He's, a good, he's a good kid, he's got a six-pack on him too <laughs> only pick fit blokes. female listeners. I
3: only pick fit blokes hmm? fit, fit that work yeah. hard. It's yeah. about yeah. a culture. Hey, i will tell you, the other one here that I've just noted, uh, no, Jacob Preston, he had a two-week suspension. I'm assuming he had some injury. I know he's playing injured all season. Did they just yeah, get him yeah, straight they, under they the off? Yeah, got some so surgery
2: on his shoulder. Ah. Yeah, so they, they send him in after the suspension, so yeah. Makes sense. And, and Carraz is out as well. Carraz
3: out, Harrison Edwards yeah. out. Far out. <laughs> Sharkies and and Raiders, to wrap it up. The big one here, two sides playing for what's likely a home semi. Nico Hines has been named. Spy, he was always going to get named. They've said that they were expecting him to play this week. That was sort of mid-last week, or over the weekend, I should say, when he did uh, get rested, not rested, he had that quad issue. It will be interesting... Penny how results pan out. I think they'll be playing for something in this game, but probably plays, you'd think Nico, but it was a big game for them last week against Newcastle and he couldn't get he wasn't available for that one. So
4: Yeah, but it's one of those things where they get to Saturday or Sunday and the extra week could really benefit him before the finals. And mm-hmm. I'd suggest he wouldn't play. Now I'm not saying there is any doubt he might be hundred percent fit, good to go, but just something to monitor. <coughs> With both sides, you're not gonna be able to do anything about it. Um so look, it probably is what it is. You're just sort of praying he plays if you own him. Um Sharks, I think they can lock in a home final, but otherwise they're set in the top eight, so all depends how he comes through the week, I guess. If but he's be- been named, which if is he huge.
3: Does play, I'd say, with that quad injury adds at quad concern. Injury's probably a harsh word for it, but every chance Braden Trindle would kick goals anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean Again, there's not much we can do, right? Hey, no. did Jack Wharton play in the centers last week? He did. Okay.
3: Yeah, he was named a fullback, but he was always playing center. Okay. G,
2: he looks good running
4: the ball. Oh. oh, just that run first mentality. Corey Horsburgh worth mentioning fighting a band for his shoulder charge tonight. We'll yeah. note. Yeah. Is it tonight? Three weeks <laughs> throw yeah. four, whatever it is. Um, it a lot of teams. Too. i to look at it. There's there's nothing in it except that he didn't probably fully wrap the arms, but it's one of those like sh- almost chest mm. charges. So to me, that's traditionally been nothing in rugby league, but as we know, the game is changing. So we're about to find out tonight what is and isn't allowed moving forward.
3: Guys, there is a partnership opportunity with SC Play. We've Got a very exciting idea we're going to run through the NRL fi- finals. I cannot wait for it. I will reveal it on next week's podcast and across our social media channels. The absolute belter. Uh, if you had a being about getting on board with SC Playbook at all in the past or potentially for next season and wanted to sample that, flick us an email if you're interested in learning more about that and the partnership opportunity, supercoachplaybook at gmail.com. That's supercoach, full word. Uh, you can also just direct messages on any of our socials to find out a little bit more about that one ahead of next week, but we will find out next week. Adds the first of a few topics for the night is you've got some data around the top twenty teams and their trades. Before we get to that, Spy, you mentioned that you've got eighteen on deck this week. How much quality is in that, and are there any players that look like they might be ruled out?
4: Corey Horser will be one. So seven without Corey if he gets banished. The other one, if I just pull it up, I feel like there's oh it's Joe Manu is the other one who. I mean, he's still going to get through training, doesn't he, with that minor hemi. So that potentially gets me down to 16 if they both come out. Um, I'm actually in a position where it's hard for me to loop. So I kind of...
2: (laughs) Stop it. I might need one ruled out. I'm just
4: going to soak in this rare bit of glory in the 2023 (laughs) (laughs) season. (laughs) But you know what? Speaking of being able to potentially jump you, Timo, in a tough year, if I can go past Clementine, Adzi, Timo, and just finish in front, it's going to... Who'd you captain last week? All right.
3: Drinky, if you beat me, it'll be yeah. one of the great injustices in super.
4: Well, you OG got me history. last week
2: because because of the captaincy. You got me, yeah. so I'm done. Look at these excuses because yeah. of the captaincy. Oh no,
4: twenty seven yeah. rounds, boys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> fair, yeah, no,
4: fair, no, fair.
2: Credit. Um,
3: so, uh, tell how your number stacking up this week?
2: I've got fourteen. That's assuming <laughs> Horsburgh's out. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll go the opposite way to spot. I'm gonna assume he's out. So I have got fourteen, but that's mm. with Jack Howarth getting a run. That's with Faile Logo the. Uh, the other bloke on the bench. You've got to be storm. the one
3: and only file I go. No,
2: it? I think there's a few, actually. I'll, I'll pull up the numbers while I'm sitting here. But Eight. <laughs> yeah. Eight of you. So, yeah, it's 14 and I'm not proud of the 14 that I'm sending out there. If I'm and that includes Manu. So, it's going to be a tough week. Just quietly. But for I can loop. I can loop. I can <laughs> a loop A good freely. loop. And, and then you'll look and
4: there's... You like, yeah. No, no <laughs> not, I'm, I'm not worried about AE. <laughs> I might loop yeah. Sean Kepi. My last shout-out, I've had this, like... I started talking about Kepi in, like, the first podcast for it, just because he had like two good runs in a trial and i'm still talking about him because he averaged 65 for me over the buyers in the two manly yeah. buyers. And, and now he's, he's playing f- this week so <sighs> sometimes you just bring stuff to fruition don't you uh
3: yeah. the stallions 15 players i've got this week that's including joey manu and jack howarth is my only dud in that side so very happy with my numbers this week not quite inspired territory but as i said i reckon they'll be the majority of teams running with ten to twelve out there, uh, given the exception that'll we'll have a few more. Ads will have that that data later on in the week for us. Ads the top twenty teams. Talk to us about those guys and uh, potentially girls in there. I've looked at the names uh, okay. this week.
2: All right, so I've, I've had a look. So first of all, let's just start with the top ten. So the top ten. Interesting, how many players have each got? So the first team's got twelve. So I'll just, I'll just rattle off the numbers mm. from one to ten. Twelve players. Twelve players. Ten. Thirteen. 14, 16, 11, 16, 10, and 9. So the, you're going to see some movement in the top 10. Well, yes, I mean, so
3: we're looking about 11 or 12. For so the, the poor bugger there. is coming
2: 10th. He's had a great season. He's got nine, nine players left. He's not in great shape. Yep. But the guy with 16 coming 6th and the guy with 16 coming 8th, of so the person, they could, yeah, you know, they're only 200 points behind. Hmm. So four so extra players. Those that's sides on 200. 16. They're a chance.
3: And, mate, you're not going team to give away eight. how many trades each team has because you don't want to do them any injustice going into this final week. But you can talk to us a little bit about how many trades sides do have left, just not individually.
2: Yeah, that's right. I do have it in front of me, but, and it <coughs> does make for interesting reading, but I won't go there. But of the top 20 teams, 13 have no trades left. So only seven have got trades, and five of those are in the top ten. So five top ten teams have trades. Uh, two of them have got one trade, two of them have got two, and one team has three trades. <laughs> so assuming they save their boost if they didn't do a spy and blow them all after round six, I think. Um, you keep coming at me. have got 18 people, guys. The team with three trades could well could well win it. Mm. Yeah, that's I won't say which team it is. You don't, need, you don't need boosts if you're playing like
4: I do, but no, that is it. that's massive. Yeah, if like. you were sitting
2: there with three trades this week, <clears throat> It would be a very nice position to be in, because you could just bring in the three most valuable players, basically, because you've probably got three high-value players to trade out. Just have a crack. Bring in a DCE. Very exciting for thing. Very exciting I, for
3: them. I will say it's, it's, it's been a big win. I sit here each and every week and preach on the podcast depth and trying to avoid nafs and try to get active players and just how important I think it is. Now, last year we didn't see too much of this carnage later on in the season. This season, round twenty-seven, end round twenty-six. I know a bunch of good super coaches out there that didn't have seventeen players last week. If they did, they, there are a lot that were running some really weak players. It might be been a Peter crew on the bench. It, again, it, it's not to toot my own horn with it, but I really just keep hammering at home how important it is. And I think the final rounds ads have shown that. Now you might be sitting yeah. there "Oh no, well." Tim, why is your team going, shit, then why are you sitting top 100? Yeah. You still have to capitalise with the team you've got, and yeah. my team hasn't done that, unfortunately. I have a couple in there who have become nuffs, not by choice. So I've got Samuel Lafayne, who I just thought higher of. He signed elsewhere and basically was off the radar at Manly. Pele was another one, haven't been able to get rid of. Um, so, yes, yeah, so my side hasn't been good enough to capitalise throughout the year, but for any of those sides that are sitting top 10 or top 100 or top 1,000 that have their
2: depth and have 17 this week, they've got some huge jumps to come. Yeah, I mean, I think a um, couple of thoughts there. One, like I was saving trades, so I had two last week. Mm. But then when Luttrell and Garrick went down last week, I had to bring I had to burn my last two trades. So I reckon a lot of teams would have been in that same boat last week of using two trades on good players that had gone for the year, which is a viable thing. Cause I, I did the same. Unfortunately, I brought in Dallin, who got me, you know... <laughs> Less than 20 and is not <laughs> playing this week. So it's, but that, yeah, that's just bad. I
3: saved two as well, but just with all the injuries that her- occurred, I had to yeah. use the two.
2: The, the other thing is, with those player numbers I mentioned, some of those teams that just say they've got 12 players, when you look at some of the teams, they're not 12 blokes you want to be starting. It might be a, an Isaiah yeah. Katoa, where you're looking at, geez, he's been averaging about 10 points off the bench. So some of those teams are very, very scrappy in terms of uh, composition. So, it's so you might be looking at 12 might be like 10 and a half yeah. or something like yeah. that. Maybe when I do the numbers, I might put a, a half a weighting on some of those blokes that I think are off the bench and probably not like the score high. Howarth one say, of them. Yeah, Howarth. Definitely. Them, like, those sorts of guys could tell we're off the bench. Probably, probably just cost yourself another
3: four hours' work with that comment, but <laughs> the people a, appreciate it,
2: mate. I can do it, man. It's, Yeah. It's all right. Um, by the way, and hats off to Barry at Quantium for um, pulling together those trade numbers for <gasps> me. Good man, Baz. One of the great men, yeah. Barry. He lives in Belmore and he's a Storm supporter. How it's did, going how'd there. that happen? It's, oh, wow! Yeah, terrible. It's because really he amazing. started
4: following rugby league in about nineteen ninety nine, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah,
3: probably. <laughs> now, guys, I mentioned earlier in the show that we sat down. I sat down with to say with Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW for a quick chat. Warm welcome back to the SC Playbook Podcast, Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. Boys, let's get straight into the nitty gritty of it, the important stuff. Paddy, how's the supercat side tracking? Next
5: question, please. <laughs> to me. Mate, I'm done. I'm Born. out. Yeah, I'm. I think I finished. Like, well, I'm. I'm calling it as a finish around the forty-six thousand. Pretty poor. Um, great start to the season, and then a, a tanked hard.
3: When a you tanked. burn trades by around eleven, mate, that tends to
5: happen. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh. I should have listened to your potty. There's some good stuff on it. It's yeah, marathon, no,
3: no, not so. a sprint. And George, <laughs> mate, what about your team? Also mate. in a oh, rebuild phase. It's got worse than mine. Surely,
0: <laughs> re- rebuilding phase. Or? Re- rebuilding, mate. This has been yeah. a tough season.
5: Always next year, gents. I'll be uh, at Mad Monday with Manly at this rate. Now (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) I'm sitting next to the doggies and tigers
3: in rebuilding phases. But 2024, see
5: the light. (laughs) Uh, Now, fellas, I've
3: been touching on the podcast the last three or four weeks. You've launched your own podcast. That'll teach. uh, Now, it's a hard one to get across the line and to get it into people's heads because it's around. uh, It's based around education, informing people, teaching about different sort of things. How? Tell us a bit more about the podcast, and I've, that I've listened to it. It's humorous. Uh, I've learned plenty from it. To not dry, how would
5: you describe mate, the podcast? it's never dry if George and I are oh, on it. No. There's a good say. bit of banter. Um, <laughs> but you're right. Education's always hard to sell. It's yeah. not as sexy as this podcast, mate. You know, Very few podcasts uh, are, mate. That's true. That's true. So, it look, in Supercoach terms, it's your Tohu Harris of podcasts, mate. It's reliable. <laughs> you, know, it's, you never regret listening to it bit um, of value for money yeah, it's just good yeah it's just it's just a good solid podcast yeah yeah
3: yeah not the most enjoyable to watch but by god does he deliver yeah. he delivers mate. <laughs> and you walk
5: away gone you know thank god i did it yeah that's yeah. that's what i mean um and
0: it's it's pretty much like it's not a massive focus on finance just as well timmy like we've got um gym owners um we've got a dietitian coming on actually next week episode yeah. dropping Thursday That's yeah that, right. that episode is really good um, cost is of it,
5: living's a big issue at the moment massively. so they're yeah. going through how to main train, uh, maintain nutritional standards yeah. while on a budget you know so it's so. a variety
0: of stuff the main the main focus is yeah stuff they didn't teach you in school so just yeah, trying to get it across the,
5: all the one I mentioned
3: and and it was the with financial planner a couple of weeks ago and tr- trying to sell it and say you know worth a listen and that yeah it's about mer- merging um, super funds <laughs> I'm like, it sounds so dry <laughs> but I came, came out came out but I'm like mm, I'll just save myself a few grand happy days yeah so, definitely it's just yeah. to get you
0: thinking about it mate mm. that's that's all it is and it's, Georgie where yes where can we listen to that um pretty much anywhere you listen to your bodies. Um, so any of the big ones Spotify, uh, Apple Music Apple, Spotify yeah. All the good stuff Where can all they that?
3: find your socials?
0: Um, TTY underscore the podcast Is our handle On Instagram mm. um, But yeah Even find us through Pat and George Lovely uh, And boys We've also been Hammering home The last month
3: or so Trying to To get in the heads Of first home buyers You mentioned education Whether people are ready to buy Whether they're looking At doing down the track It's yep. about Giving the information They need to get Into the housing market Patty incentives is the one that's caught my ear and that that have come up in the recent financial year what do they tell me more about that
5: mate one of the biggest things with first home buyers that they struggle with is saving a deposit right (laughs) so while these schemes are really good is because the government have got five percent deposit scheme spots now if you want to know more about that you know we can have a chat shoot us a message but basically it's really good if you can't save the full 20 percent deposit that scheme's really good for you along with that they've got stamp duty exemptions there's a couple of other little government grants that you may be eligible for So, you know, that's what we're really focusing on. It's all part of that education piece that goes hand in hand with our podcast as well.
3: And and a ton of, like I often speak to you, like how we going boys, people, the playbook listeners calling through and flicking your message and say, yeah, they are. And a lot of them chat through and they go no they're not in a position to, to get into the market or anything but you just have a yarn with them don't 100%. you oh, mate, like yeah. lot, and we, that's a
0: lot of a lot of people that we deal with and come to us it's all about setting some goal posts up and figuring out how to achieve it might not be something you can do and right as now. Soon but as soon as we it's start
5: the conversation and they say they're ranked higher than me i hang up on them. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> <laughs> yeah. no but we love we love the playbook listeners yeah, and, and quite definitely. a few of you come through and You know we've set up those saving plans as as george has said and you know i think they've gotten a lot of education from that and value as well just so if you're thinking i'm not ready yet but you want to have that chat still get in touch with us and Let's get a plan in place. Definitely. Speaking of value, $129 for a consult <laughs> if you unless
3: you listen it. to the podcast. It's a free consult, Georgie. <laughs> so there's people that go through and they don't end up linking up with you or doing anything through yeah. you. It's free. Correct. You listen to it. And 100%. mate, where can people get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, definitely. As per usual, Pat and George underscore CW um, to handle across Instagram. Um, and, mate, in the show notes, of course, I'm sure you'll pop our, show notes. Pop our details in there. Yeah, give the, us a call. The
3: article's on the scpaple.com.au, on the, yeah, on the website, the, the emails are on there, the phone number, all yeah. that. And as you said, if you're on Instagram, flick your message there. Yeah, it's easy.
0: just easy, mate. We'll get back to you as soon as we can.
3: Boys, thanks for coming on. Thanks Thank for having you, us, Timmy. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to the
0: boys for coming
3: in and having a yarn us. So reach out to them uh, if any of that is in your position. Go and check out their podcast as well. Now, boys, as I said, instead of going into player-by-player analysis this week, when we're doing that, you're looking at two, three, four weeks into the future. There's one, one week this week. The other thing is that because most, nearly every side, barring Spy and the odd person here and there, is running less than 17... And there are a bunch of players you can trade out. You can pretty well trade in a player from any position in your team. So what we're doing is we're just going to have a look at the the top scoring players that we think this week. Now we're going to leave out Nathan Cleary because he's just a pretty clear one that you throw in the top three. Dave Fafita is another one with a great matchup against the Bulldogs. We're going to leave him out of it. So Spy, I'll start with you. Who are your top three, you might even have a few more, I think, scoring players this week for people that do have trades up their sleeve?
4: Yeah, I don't tend to listen to your instructions. They're more of a guide. Um, <laughs> so T- I'm not going to leave Tino out as well. I think if you can get Tino, he's an obvious gun on a Sunday Arvo. So if you've got him or you can get him, I think that goes without saying.
3: Yeah. I suppose especially, I mentioned you can get players from anywhere, but front row is a real problem position at the moment, particularly if Corey Horsburgh yeah. loses tonight. Uh,
4: something like an SJ to, to Hines if you can do it got to be a good play. Like, sure, Hines might carry a niggle. Sure, he might kick. I remember last time that was a concern. He scored 195 or something. So, Hines is Hines in the afternoon game.
3: Okay, where would you have Nico Hines with those concerns? Where would you have him on your lead? Would he be in your top three this week?
4: I think he would be. I think he'd nearly be one just based on the upside, mm. to be honest. But you know who's really close to him? And it's sort of hard to order. But same as last week, it's Kula and DCE. For Manly They're back at home Final game Playing good footy Tigers again We just don't know What the Tigers Are going to throw up um, Week to week Minute to minute They're a little bit Like this So
3: I've got DC Ahead of Nico Hines This week I think he has A far better matchup. There's no injury concern He's goal kicking He Granted Sorry ads Didn't play a great Doggy side last week he, he, Like all season He's been superb There's not much in it What I would say This is the split
4: is DCE's plays Friday night and you know he's playing. You don't know, be waiting on Hines and say, oh, I didn't get DCA, DCE, sorry, and oh, Hines isn't playing. That would suck. So DCE for that fact.
3: While the Raiders haven't been, you know, great of late, they're playing for potentially, and we'll know when games are pan out this, this week. I believe is that if the Cowboys get done by the Panthers, I think we're safe in the eight. But... The Raiders are playing for potentially a top eight spot, if not that, like a home semi. So it's a lot on the line for us.
4: Home semi's a big one, isn't it? Um, and <laughs> potentially avoid, I think if they lose, they might even get Newcastle at Marathon Stadium. So you don't want to be playing them up there at the moment. They're on fire. So lots to pay for for Canberra. I've, I'll throw two more in and just including Cooler with DCE because he's a weapon and a big fan of him since he came into the game. And
3: You've got, where does Cooler sit next to DCE though? Who've you got first?
4: Let's say there's last two, then I'll give him a final rank. Okay. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, baby. He's back. <laughs> you, you know I'm putting him in. I have to put him in. You're
3: always putting him in, It's you? a
4: gamble, but he'll be goal kicking. It's an understrength Brisbane. Bugger it. Pappy's my one. He's at one. Um, and then the other Smokey, and I don't know where I'd put him because I haven't seen him for a while, but Lockheed Miller for Newcastle. Goal kicking fullback for Saints.
3: Still Sounds a pretty like. strong side, the nice They've rested a few, but. Yeah.
4: Um, how would I rank them if I was at the business end up top there? I would want, you know, if I'm sitting, I'd probably go Pappy. Regardless, he's going to be super low owned, mm. upside, and look, you're not, you're not going to try consolidate two hundred spot, are you? You're going to have a crack at like top fifty, so no, have a swing. no
3: concern for the amount that Melbourne are missing. I know Brisbane are, but. There's just going to be no combinations there. It's his first eight-minute game back in the NRL. Definitely concerns. But I think against a, basically a
4: reserve-grade Brisbane, it gets nullified a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just a, a bit of a hit. He's playing with a reserve-grade Melbourne, though. Yeah. He's in a reserve-grade game. That's what you want, isn't it? <laughs> Fair Pappy enough. Pappy in the Regis. <laughs> Fair <laughs> <laughs> um, But Yeah, who would I take? Probably Pappy, Hines, then DCA. Pappy number one.
3: Yeah, I love DCA. I
4: do love him. Really? There could be some bias here, and I'm also not top hundred, <laughs> so it's easy for me to say. But I just know what Pappy can do. The other concern is how how good's he actually going after the knee. So look, if you're looking to consolidate, it's not Pappy. But if you're looking just to have a swing, see what happens, and see if you can just go skyrocketing, it'd be fun. You can VC Pappy Thursday night.
2: He could score 150. You don't know. Mm. Yeah, yep. it's a free swing.
3: Uh, add Who do you like this week, mate?
2: Well, the problem is, I think Spy just said about 15 players. Oh, no. so I know. I told him to list
3: three players, within and within one said second. said you can't say clearing for feeder. so
2: that leaves, oh, no. that leaves
4: me down. I actually very said well. five, because I said the four <laughs> up top we weren't going to say. In so three seconds, you did knock,
3: knocked off the two, two top of mine. Look, so. I can't remember the rules, <laughs> but I, I
2: was I was more thinking of this that a lot of teams are missing a front rower and a 5'8", because yep. a lot of teams are going to have Ponger and Munster at 5'8. The, the tough thing there is, Cody Walker's probably the most obvious gun player at 5'8, but he's playing. The Rooster C, do you want Cody Walker? Don't know. I, I, I would have thought Tino is, is one guy. Yeah. So, Tino, a lot of players are missing a prop. Tino is just a premier prop. I hate to say it. He's playing the Bulldogs. You know, there's a chance for a try. Uh, so, I would think Tino, DCE, mate, he's just such a good player. Goal kicking. So, Tino and DCE have been my two. I'd, you know, I'll take one of Spies for my third. Yeah. Just to even it out a bit.
3: The other thing about DCE is just he's such competitive. Like, there's no. This game's bigger than this one, or this one's less than this one. He'll he'll get up for it regardless, and he'll try to the final minute. We saw that against the doggies on the weekend.
4: He was pretty close to what another 40, <laughs> 40 or fifty on Sunday, wasn't yeah, he?
3: Scored one try that was pulled back. Could have yeah. been very big. So goal kicking, playing the tigers last round at
4: Brookie as well. Yeah. Worth noting, and it's not a huge one. There's two things here. He's on the Isaiah Papalihi edge, who's mm. probably a reasonably good defender. But outside of Papalihi is the Tigers' left edge. Their wing concedes a lot of tries. Uh, so he might be feeding down that short side or the open side. Jason Saab, that sort of thing. So it's interesting. I, honestly, I'm still at the point of the year with the Tigers where you just don't quite know what they're going to throw up still.
3: You know what, though? Mm. Their edges throw up trash in defence <coughs> every week. Even last week, I was like, oh, right. A new,
4: got a new centre. Felity. Yeah. So, does that change things? We just don't know. Yeah,
3: so, But even then, as good a defender as he may or may not be, there's new combinations defensively. It's hard yards. Yeah, for sure. I have gone with Daly Charity Evans at number one. Toletal Cola, who, again, I just think Manny will do a job on the Tigers, and he just looked exceptional last week. Mm. And a little bit of a smoky one there, AJ Brimson, who the concern with AJ is just his body holding up. Kenan and Will do a hammy, but Brimo... I always gets mentioned at the back end of the season, Brimo, as we look to make a few moves. But I think he's a decent trade in for that match matchup too on the Gold Coast.
4: I miss that one. one, hundred percent, Brimo. Um, injury concerns, of course, but right. Where do you want? To, where in. do you want to wedge him on your? Where list? Where do I wedge him? Uh, around the three four mark out of my twelve. Um, but I captained him around the last round last year for a hundred. So yeah. Did you? Yeah. Little little fact there for us
3: spy a few potential rule changes for 2024. Now, won't spend ages on them. I've listed a couple as well, but uh, you will have an article coming out in the morning with more in-depth ideas and all these, and we be really keen to hear uh, the listeners' thoughts. You can comment on the, the story on the SC Public website, so let us know your ideas there, and maybe we can have a chat about them next week if any good ones pop up. And I, I will start by saying... None of this is a knock on the way Supercoaches run. I've mentioned time and time again, I think they get 99% of things right, but you know, there's always room for rule changes to, to change with the game and adapt. One that I wanted to give them a shout out for this year was bringing in that you could play your grand finals in round 26, because the default was set to round 26 and anyone who's left their grand finals was this weekend, it's just going to be a, a shit show for them. So yeah, fair play. Great, uh, great eyes up. Super coaching from those at Supercoach H- HQ. Uh, just before we get to that, Kempy and the Bloke a Bar crew bringing out bungee smugglers this week. Absolute corkers. You've got a bunch of different colours. You can get them at the Budgie Smuggler shop online. So jump on and get your Bloke budgies. I've got a pair of my own. Can't wait to flaunt them at Cronulla Beach with my sloppy rack. They route. are crackers. I got the budgies out last Saturday, actually, down at DY. I was the only one swimming, but it's good. Christ, that'd be a sight. Uh, Spike, a <laughs> few rule changes for next year, mate. All right, yeah.
4: So as you mentioned, the article's coming out. I've dived into reasoning around it more than anything, and I do note that I think Supercoach scoring is awesome. I really like it. A um, couple of things I just want to amend. One thing in particular. I've got some ideas after this, but my biggest one is the auto-emergency overhaul. Mm. Uh, my reason for it, I want to remove the disappointment mm. of a bloke... <laughs> Getting, doing a HEMI or getting a HIA five minutes into a game, they're on two and you go, well, that's ruined my whole week. It makes your weekend disappointing. It, t- it takes away the excitement of the game and there's no skill involved whatsoever. My other logic is, right, an NRL coach gets, say Cleary gets injured in the 12th minute. They don't play the 12 people. They bring on a replacement who might not be as good, yeah. of course. But they get the benefit of that. And that's what we try to do. We try to replicate coaches. They had a
3: few HIAs. They bring in the 18th man.
4: Exactly. So we try to replicate it so it makes sense in that regard. Um, The other thing is, right, squad depth. We talk about squad depth a lot. You can get to a Sunday game, right, and you wake up Sunday morning, you have a quick look at who you've got, and you might have four players in the other. If any of them don't play, you then say, who can I bring in? might be no one because they've already played played on the weekend. Flip it to a different scenario where you might have four bench players, non-players playing the last game, and you go, sweet, if anyone's ruled out, I get to bring them in. So the timing of when a game is played should not dictate Mm -hmm. how your bench looks at the end of the weekend. I just think that's fair. So how do we get around that? Simple overhaul, basically the same as many other fantasy sports. I know Fantasy Premier League's massive. They do this, but an 18th and 19th and 20th man, you just pre-select them, start of the round, They come in as required. So I'll get to the HIA in a minute, but what it does guarantee means for casual players, we're not all into it as much as we are. You don't have to sit there checking sides all weekend. You set your line up. You might not check it for ages, and then you come back Monday and say, oh, this guy got ruled out. (coughs) Oh, sweet. My 18th man came in. He did well or he didn't do well, or he got 35. Sweet.
3: Take 35
4: Keeps players active, keeps them interested.
3: It's so easy, Spidey, at Lost in because, you know, we do chat about it every week and we're so obsessed with it, but the vast majority out there are not as big a diehards as we are. Like, the diehard supercoach might be 10% of all players. So, you said, for those people who don't check it religiously like we do, you want to keep people involved and, and keep them going
4: Yeah. So scratch. Like, the example I do is I do AFL supercoach, but I would never check teams because, A, it's not my passion as such but I don't have time for that so you get to set an AE on your bench for each position um, yeah s- s- yep. same
3: as supercrutch BBL you you select your AE in each position so rather than let's say you've got a se- four CT dubs playing one of them gets ruled out you don't get the lowest player on your entire bench you might mm. be Sonny Luke seven you'll have three CT dubs and you can pick one of them CT dubs to be your AE you said, again, it rewards depth. just
4: rewards. And for me, the easiest way to do it, rather than positions, because there's so many different positions in rugby just league, three. just pick your three and they just come in. Pretty simple. <laughs> People sometimes might come up with loopholes, like it might be, what if someone's actually hooked in the 14th minute? Like, you know what? Good luck to you. In the rare occasion that happens, you got lucky, but it's pretty rare one of your good super coach players is going to get hooked 12 minutes in a real game. Yeah, if so. a player
3: gets hooked within 20 minutes, like you could count the amount of times that's happened with one yep. hand So for me,
4: years. for me, it'd probably be anyone just make it open. If it's in the first half of the game, they come off. You either get their score, say, Cleary scored eighty-eight in twelve minutes, <laughs> or you get the replacement. The higher of the two, or you get to pick it. Whatever. I don't hate
3: day. like maybe twenty-five minutes, even thirty minutes. Yeah. Like yeah, if you played a full half, that's where like, players might only play thirty minutes, or they might forward in particular might sure. get benched and only play thirty. So. I'd be happy to keep it, you know, sub maybe 25.
4: 25, 30, whatever it may be. And yeah. look, this is open to chat. Perfect, this is just yet. what I've come up with, but that's the concept. I just, it'll work. It keeps players active. I think it's a win for everyone. Um, we just want to enjoy the game, don't we, as well? If you have a HIA, it just ruins your weekend. You're like, yeah. bugger, I'm not going to go well this week. This sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, and then even if someone comes in and gets 35, you go... I'll take 35 Got me
2: something And yeah, that work For captain as well Did you get your Vice captain score Or something
4: <coughs> Haven't thought That far into it To be honest We're yeah. still
2: Recovering from Joey Manu Is <laughs>
3: yeah, Joey Manu 23 minute <laughs> uh, Captain is on the Weekend
2: No well you would yeah. Yeah. You would Because he He would so become very Supportive I think that's yeah. Great idea yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well he'd
4: become A non-player His 16 would drop out Can we raci?
3: retrospectively Make this have happened Last <laughs> weekend
4: <laughs> My other one I'll jump ahead quickly, is just on tri-assist. I've watched a lot this year with being a massive SJ fan and watching him, just that inside man. Cody does it a lot, and they create space for the sweeping fullback or centre, whatever it may be, and they get four points for it. Mm. I think that's hard. So I'd keep it yeah. as is. Sweeper still gets it. Man who does the work still gets it. But if you create an overlap from the inside, you either get tri-assist as well, dual tri-assist. They do it for kicks, so they also get 20, or you give them 12 if you don't even. give them... Just 12 for the trial system, not the line break But
3: Yeah, so maybe just to increase the points for a
4: contribution Honestly, cause, but then contributions also get done for the bloke Three passes in who does nothing I'm talking about the bloke that goes to the line, squares up, gets whacked And puts the full whack on a three on sweet, one sweeps it Yep, so for me, and I've added some videos to the article To make it really clear of what I'm talking about just some reward for those guys and it also takes away that contention of like oh he put him in space why didn't he get this just give it to them both Yeah. surely a reward if I was playing halfback in the NRL and I was getting no tries, for that stuff I'd be filthy yeah. <laughs> so that's that one um, check out the videos let us know your thoughts I'll quickly run through a couple others one on one strip five points same as the intercept yep. line break assists and line breaks up to 10 and 12 respectively I think they don't get enough justice that's just a little one I've done just a little two point increase Field goals doubled, so five and ten become ten and twenty. You could hit a forty-meter field goal to win the game, forty-one meters, and you get ten points for it. And a bloke who sweeps and passes like that gets twenty. I'm like, give it some reward. Fair, hit a field goal, get some points. How How many many have been
2: this year?
4: One, not many. And if you hit a lot of the field goals are match winners, give them (laughs) ten points, not five. Come on, Um, something around running meters and or yeah, a lot
3: like. Harry Grant throws a pass to a Nelson Solomon. <coughs> who crashes over and can get a tri this line, it's 20 points. It's 20. And then somebody nails a match winning field goal and gets five points for it.
4: Yeah, or 10 from 40. So, yeah. So, for me, something around forwards, bit of recognition, maybe forward metres, some bonus points over a certain amount. Because then imagine, like, watching your forwards going hard and you're, like, just got over, like, 180 or 200 metres, 10 bonus points, whatever it may be. That would be awesome. And it would also
3: stop, like, Tino... Front rowers, we're going about so often how it's such a boring position, a hard place to make up ground. Someone like House Tina who run for 240 metres plus, whatever, maybe at 200 metres, they get an extra 10 bonus points. just gives them a bit better ceiling like that. It'd be good, and
4: I haven't thought around the exact numbers of what they score, but I'd love that. Tackle count for sure, like 40-plus tackles, 5 points, 50-plus, 10 points, something like that. Mm. Reward the workhorse. Imagine how closely you'd be watching tackle counts as well. That'd be cool. Drake, um, step on down love Cameron McKinnis to get a thousand <laughs> yes. you get Wouldn't 70,
2: you ever It suddenly triggers Like a bonus feature It's capped it's capped, at 50.
3: it's capped at
4: 50 You can just get 10 extra And my final one Two extra points For a sideline conversion Wouldn't Every time they score In the corner Your bike steps up You're like Nail it Nail it Just add something And like again It's just rewarding A good play Outside
3: the line From the, the, the dotted it, line Five metres in To bang. the sideline
4: it's there Two points Take it That's what I got boys
3: I like it, spot. Mm. Not too much uh, hit back here. Uh, cut little ones from me. I've spoken about before. I really think there needs to be price rises after one game, particularly from the start of the season where you re- reward people. You take a gamble on some bloke, no one's heard of. He comes out mm. and kills it. Love it. And then everyone else jumps on board. There's no price difference. Like your reward for doing that is like it has to be you a few extra points. Oh, Absolutely. I, I hate that. I wish they would do price rise right after one game. And another one that I'm not entirely convinced on, but. I love Captain Supercoach. I know a lot of people out there want them scrapped because they're too influential. Yep. I love the fun of picking captains and the influence they can have. Maybe not double, maybe 1.5. 1.5, one I
4: don't mind. And it takes away the dismay of, again...
3: <laughs> Joey Marnie. Yeah. I say this after having Joey Marnie on the weekend.
4: Uh, the other thing I'd add in with those injured players who play less than X amount of minutes, say it's 30 minutes or whatever the prices don't change because it fluctuates a bloke from like 700k as an owner down to like 450 two weeks later and just throws it as a loop. So yeah. I'd just pause the price change mm-hmm. for any of those instances. You yep. get double whammy, yeah. don't you? Yeah, so you it's, the so the it's basically school, you get hurt early, clearer goes off of that. Hemi is as if he never played. That's what I
2: would do.
3: Yeah. Uh, add
2: anything to add on all that? You thought? No, I think the one that I was really thinking of was a <coughs> one-on-one strip because t- it's a such a huge plan in the game and at the moment you get nothing for it. So that's one. Mm. I guess the other one would be if they actually scored the kick and gather. <laughs> <If>
1: they <laughs> they actually awarded it. it. Yes. Like it, it, it's so a theory, it's the points, but on that, it's barely On that, any kick, yeah.
4: any kick that gets regathered by your team uh, in a non-tri-scoring situation, like those chip and chase or whatever it may be, just, just give it. Don't make yeah. it so yeah, difficult. The they've
2: barely given it all year. Joe, who right?
4: got one? Who? Yeah. Connolly Lee a few weeks ago. I just was looking through his scores. Like, just another
3: arsy spy it's, moment. It's, it's, just, I didn't it's play. just
4: random. I, just I only played in the nights he got knocked out.
3: Yeah. Uh, as I said, we the article will be up tomorrow. Give us a few thoughts. If you have any uh, uh, rule changes that you would like to see, or if you disagree with any of that, comment on the article, bottom of the story, and we'll chat about it next week. Round twenty-seven trades and skippers. None of us have got trades left, I believe. No.
4: no, I used my last two last week, so. I
3: think we all did. Same here, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then skippers, that is a big one this week. Ads, I'll start with you, mate. What are you thinking?
2: Oh, mate, I'm just, I haven't even looked. I was just You have counting, a look. A, counting my numbers. You have slide. a look, I'll get yeah, mine. Yeah, you go, you talk. As I said, I currently can't loop very well, which is the
4: only downside oh, of this. Sorry, geez. boys, I actually mean that because I would like to loop. Are you bit.
3: counting, just say,
4: Manu and Horsebrae? And They're numbers? 18, so if one of those drop out, I go to seventeen. Out, so yeah. let's assume they do. Ideally, I would VC Nathan Cleary, and I've just got, and then I could keep Horsburgh, for example, on the bench and loop him. But if it's Manu, I can't really loop him. His first game It gets awkward. Mm-hmm. A lot of my bench, those Warriors and Melbourne players, all play quite early, so
3: it makes it a little bit, a bit tricky. Awkward,
4: but ideally, I'd like to VC Nathan Cleary. And Captain Fafita, Sunday Avo. a
3: bit of a crack. Yeah, I think Fafita could go on a tear.
4: Yep, he could. If I can't loop, it's going to be a decision out of those two boys. I might have a swing at Fafita.
3: I am leaning towards Daly Chavins as my vice captain. Obviously him and Nath Keary, two big ones, but Ches playing early in the end is a good one. And I just love that where I'm sitting he play... He's just such a pod, pod skipper for me. Right. To be honest, even if I was up high or whatever, I would still lean towards Cherry Evans over Nathan Cleary. I just think he's a better play this week. Uh, and then my captain at this stage, David Fafida. But again, a bloke will probably be a pretty popular captain. Fairly highly owned, so maybe a little bit weird with that one. But Chez in for Fafida, but I'm backing Chez to come home for me. Ads, what are you thinking?
2: I don't have a lot of options, really. Uh, probably... I might VC for feeder and Captain Hines. I don't want to. It's hard. I don't not, really want a Captain for Feeder. Cause all because all the guns Hines, are out. Yeah, you're sort of a bit limited. That's it. And like I've I've got Jokers in my side, so, Yeah. yeah far longer. Yeah, I mean he could. If Is this giving the armband
4: in week one? Why not? Mate? Is this the week that we suddenly use Sonny Luke as a VC? <laughs>
3: Oh, my 50 God. 50 minutes? Yes. Nah, not It's, really. all, it's Not really. written, It's written in the stars, isn't it? Sonny Luke, like a ton this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, the SC played Podcast is partnered with BetArt this season, producing markets of our own. Last week, Scotty Drinkwater, 60-plus fantasy points. Tick. Into a Kyle Felt, double. $7.20. Felt only scored one. He bombed one 10 metres from the line. <laughs> this week, Daly Trey Evans, 60-plus official fantasy points into a total. Cola, try, no odds for that one yet. The market will be up shortly. We'll have that in our YouTube description. We'll also send it out later in the week. Uh, If you are following along, please use that link as it lets better know that we sent you. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, let's jump into a few listener questions before we wrap it up for this week's podcast. Spies, start with you. One from one of the biggest legends in the Supercoach community. Not even one of Only could be number one in my eyes. Supercoach Sponge, who is winning this year? Clementine, Castie, or the Supercoach Spy? And what is the loser wearing to the SC Paybook Mad Monday event? Apparently on Twitter, though, one of us is going as the Baywatch
4: girl. Um, It was Pamela Anderson, so... I hope it's not you. I, I, I know, not you, I know Spire, who everyone's cheering for, <laughs> which means actually everyone's going for me in Supercoach, which is nice. Um, <laughs> we'll,
3: we'll pay you to throw it, Spy. <laughs>
4: no,
2: I need to win.
3: <coughs> oh, you need to win. Yeah, yeah right.
2: Um, Where's this being worn to? A Mad Monday event. Well, if we have one.
3: Well, we might have line up, I think We're on we'll just, something up. We'll magic round magic next, year. next
4: year. We'll tease something the
3: Spy up. Spy strutting down Caxton Street <laughs> in a Baywatch outfit.
4: <laughs> with a whiskey in hand. Um... I was going to say she's done, but I know she got one trade in hand. Actually, probably, sounds ridiculous, but I need Corey Horsburgh maybe not to mm. get let off because she would drop one and I'd go to 17. Then she would be done, but I should have her.
3: How much are you up by?
2: Like 13. Bring in uh, DCE, Clem, She's captain him. <laughs> <laughs> That'll scare the spot. Yeah,
3: that would terrify. Yeah. That's the play, Clem. Get it's him. not over. DCE, the captain sports bet
4: markets... Still have as a chance for four fifty.
3: Matty Ryan shout out as well. He he's having a big year. Matty, he's uh off over in Europe in the Netherlands, in the Dutch League, killing it over there. But he's having a big year. So Matty, Matty might have the entire. Matty's play killing it. So
4: he's looking good. I've actually just checked better and Clem's actually five ten on better. That's pretty good odds. So
3: <laughs> I wouldn't get on it if you want to lose money. Yeah. Uh, next question from Thomas Rumble. Hey, Tim, did Joey Manu have Supercoach cursed by Tim Williams in his income insurance? I sure hope so, for his sake. Basically, whatever I do with Joey Manu in future, just avoid it. the opposite. Because he will end your season. There can you, you claim go. that on tax or something? There must be something. You should go. be able to, yeah. yeah. Just like any, uh, just like Joey Manu could. Question from Tim Metham. No guarantee Nico will play even if named. Should I trade him in just in case or use the money elsewhere? I think what that question to me, and I know they mean to bring it up early in the show, but like I think if if Nico was out, a great trade would be Nico Hines to Daly Cherry Evans. But because he's an active number this week, not just an active number, playing that last game of the round is so tough. So, what would you be doing with in that situation, Spire? Trade him just in case. So
4: no, he
2: doesn't is have him. Tim he's saying him. Do he I doesn't have him. Doesn't yeah. have him. Bring in Cherry Evans and. Then <clears throat> Joint.
3: I think just play safe and go. Look, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, saying, that scoring this week I'm well. saying,
4: get Hines, yeah. but just be aware he may not play. So it's like it's how risky you're feeling. But I just got a feeling about Hines. Oh, DCA could kill Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. I think chess is the official. Go the Tigers man. clash. DCA do it.
3: Question from <coughs> Jay Toa. One trade left. Ponga to Teddy Pappenhausen. Drinky or cola. I'll start by saying, Drinky's very popular trading this week. If Penrith, I think he's about the third most traded in. I would reverse that if Penrith run out the team they've named because mm. in Penrith, they're near enough full strength. Uh, what do you reckon, Ades, out of those options, who's your pick? Gee,
1: oh,
2: that is a weird... Let's assume teams run out as named. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't I couldn't pick Drinky against the Panthers, so I'm with you. I couldn't pick Pappy as much as I love him. I just, mm. I don't think we've seen enough to say he's Going to do what Spice said. Teddy's playing against the Roosters. I almost think bunnies. Cola. I'm sorry, yeah. against the Bunnies. I'd almost pick Cola the way he played last week. I can't believe I'm saying that over those three fullbacks.
3: Yeah, I like Cola as well. Wow. That'd Jamie.
2: Papi or Cola?
4: Um, come back to me in a sec. i I'm just checking like what the, what the points total is
3: on the betting markets for that game. I wasn't asking you anyway, mate, but I can come back if you want. <laughs> uh, question from Jamie Ede. Uh, adds the spy's busy over there and he's brushed us. So, pod captain. What do we think of Jermaine, as Sarco captain against the Warriors team without their guns? I will say that VC option, yes.
2: The Warriors squad is still really good. It is. I was thinking the same thing when yeah. I saw it. I was thinking, Jesus, it's still a pretty strong side considering all this. Look, I got a Sarco wrong at the start of the year. So, I saw a question before, what did I learn this year? My thing, <laughs> what I learnt was go with... Current form, not your previous views of players And Asako was one I got badly wrong He just does it every single week I think he's a pretty decent VC option I probably wouldn't want to go straight captain I still wouldn't trust him enough But I think he's a solid VC option against that side Even though it's not a bad side
3: I think a a good one there, as you mentioned That going on current form rather than past form Going on past form, particularly the year prior, is fine But one that I probably need to learn is there has to be a sample size of when you go, all right, that is in the past. Yep. There's been enough games here where you go, it's a new player or it's a new team, whatever it might be. So Osako, said, death ride him, going, he's got to go downhill, he's got to go downhill. Maybe go five games, he's averaging 80 across all those games. Change your
2: mind. Yeah, I just didn't adjust quick enough. I didn't adjust quick enough to Osako. I didn't bring in Reese Walsh early enough when he was killing it. Mm. And again, Reese Walsh is just a better player than I thought he was at the start of the year. I thought he was a good player. Happens to be a gun. So there's a few little examples of that. Even Buller, when he came in, probably didn't trust it quickly enough. So that's the thing I'm going to try and adjust for next year. But that's next year. Yeah, I'd love to do next week on the pod maybe a little
4: lessons learnt. I'm going to it's one of my that.
3: favourite uh, parts of the season, going through the lessons we've learnt because you've be a, a lot every season.
4: It would talk about like a f- I should randomly. Save for next
3: week's buy. if this is a lesson learnt.
4: That's <laughs> no, not. Okay, carry on. I read, I was on maternity leave with the new baby for a few weeks, so I bought the book. The guy that won Fantasy Premier League last year, it's like an hour and a half read. It costs like five bucks and it was super interesting. It's just his philosophies around how he did it. Like it's six million people and I think he came 214th the year before. I'm like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. There's some good stuff around that. And one thing he talked about was just obviously predicting the trends before others, when sides are going to come good and fall. And that will lead into next week. But this year has been so unpredictable. I still don't know what's going to happen. It's great.
3: The Knights is a good example of that. And it, again, like it, to a degree, you're, you're, you're taking a bit of an oracle. But Brett Patworth last week, it was brilliant. And he was saying he sort of wasn't that keen on the bunnies. And so when everyone loaded up on him, he didn't have many of them. He also liked what he saw from the Knights. So he got on a lot of their players quite early. Like, I think he got like four eighty k or something. And Marju quite cheap as well. So, you know... Way easier said than done. It's a real hindsight thing, but if you can yeah, get on the, the <laughs> And run. it comes into backing yourself as well, and we will get to it next week. But Warriors, I said, like around
4: 12, I loved Alan. I didn't have Sean. I like Chance, And I ended up with like basically Sean six weeks later, and that's all. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm.
3: Uh, guys, one more from Maury. No, from the Scarfie. What would your final meal be if you're on death row? I'll start us off. Crumbed lamb cutlets, potato bake, bit of cauliflower and cheese sauce, greens not required. Ads. So Diane sauce.
2: I couldn't even eat that because I don't like cauliflower. Um, Ca- cauliflower not necessary, but not required. Good stuff. Uh, I would say half chicken and chips because that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have it about three times a week as it is. Why well, change the routine? <laughs> yeah, so, and, I, and I love it. So I, I'd, I'd be, yeah, I'd, I'd be happily have half a chicken and chips, chaga or Charlie's. Gravy? Nah. No Chicken, chicken, chicken salt. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I saw another question about what's your favourite fast food. I've, I have to sometimes go to, to nice restaurants for work. I would rather go to McDonald's than say boo Sorry to no boo owners. <laughs> but I would rather go yeah. to McDonald's than any fancy restaurant. Anyway, it's my favourite um, restaurant. Is it
3: so you've got it? There's a question there. So i not uh, fine H- eater. Hungry Jack's, KFC, McDonald's.
2: Yeah, Mac, um, Mac is KFC, Mac- Hungry Jack's for
4: me, yeah. Spite? You can't just so throw that at me. That's a, that's a tough question. We, I, I do this yearly and I change my mind around a few different things. I'll tell you next week because I always combine it with a dessert combo.
2: Yeah. Gonna I'll to, I'm going to have to have a think about it. I know I like my data, but do you know that KFC is only the 14th biggest, I think it's 14th, 14th biggest fast food chain in the US? So something like Chick-fil-A, I think is 7th. Yeah, we right. don't even have it here. Never heard of it. So mm. it's, it's nice if you go yeah. to the US. But, um, but yeah, KFC is only 14. Whereas in Australia, it would be number two, I would think, behind Macca's. Yeah. KFC. In terms of size, sales and all. <gasps> KFC, yeah, I'm far that and
3: above, <laughs> in the go-to meal, large zinger box, Wicked wings, supercharged sauce on the burger.
4: Tower burger, limited edition when it comes they'll out, ask, always they'll good. They'll ask if
3: you want mayo, and your supercharged sauce, you say yes. <clears> all right, guys, as I said, we are back next week, as mentioned at the top of the show, but for who anyone is done with Supercoach, and SC Playbook for the season. Thank you for the support this year. SC Playbook, the general S Supercoach community, uh, goes from strength to strength each and every year. So such a pleasure for us to be a part of. There will be more SC Playbook content coming throughout the finals through next week, awards, wrap-up podcast, a few other things in mind. Uh, that opportunity, it, it's an absolute ripple I think people will love throughout the finals, which will be announced next week. And, of course, Supercoach Playbook Cricket will be back uh, ahead of Big Bash and the wider cricketing summer. Uh, we're going to really expand into that this year, Podcast yeah. articles. We've got the, the defending champion in Supercoach Big Bash, has won two years on the trot. Andrew Langley, unbelievable. A part of the SC Playbook cricketing team this season, which is so, so exciting. Uh, So we've got that. So go and follow SC Playbook BBL across Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. We did break that off from our regular SC Playbook page late last season. So looking to build those ones up. Ads, last one we'll see you this season, mate. Thanks for everything.
2: No worries. Thank you, boys. It's been fun. been frustrating season, super coach-wise, but uh, it's still good fun, eh? it a very frustrating rugby league season yeah. Stop. <laughs> for a as number a Bulldogs, of reasons.
4: As a Bulldogs man. But I wouldn't heard a thing be. you said for two minutes, man. I think about a Hungry Jacks double bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah.
3: Drive home. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, Spy, we'll see you next week, mate.
4: Cheers, boys. Yep, I'll be, I'll be sweet for next week, so it should be good fun. Adzie, thanks for the year, mate. And mate, we're going to come out firing next year. Can't Absolutely. wait. Absolutely.
3: Righto, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and good luck in round 27.